Welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice, and real talk. To me, being a warrior means true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to be afraid, and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome, warrior. You're on your way. I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Hi Warrior, how are you today? I always used to remember when my naturopath Kirsty used to say that to me and she actually used to care about what my response was and she genuinely wanted to know how I was going. She's a dear friend now, but I kind of want to ask that question to you. I know that you can't answer back, but I kind of like to think that maybe it's you and I, if you're going for a walk, I want you to imagine that I'm standing next to you and walking with you, or I'm in the car in the passenger seat and in a non-creepy way, of course, but you know, just like your friend, I want to be there beside you on your journey, helping you as someone who has been there and gone through this all before, you know, everything that you're thinking, everything that you're feeling, I guarantee that I have had those same emotions. And we're going to talk about some of that today. I'm going to share a couple of my stories. But the first thing that I wanted to do was read out a little bit of a story slash testimonial from one of the warriors, Rebecca, who is part of our Fertility Warrior Intensive Program. The doors for the Fertility Warrior Intensive Program open again in November. But if you've been listening to the last podcast, you'll know that the doors to the Missing Peace membership are now open. And And so, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you might be finding trying to conceive really, really hard. And I totally get that. I know exactly what it's like and exactly how you might be feeling. But I came across Rebecca. Rebecca lives in my hometown and we actually have met in person with a group of Perth fertility warriors. If you're interested in joining us and you are also from Perth, then make sure you head to the fertility warriors support and chat group and then go to the chats and there's like a Perth group there. And that's where we're going to organize some of our meetups. Um, And we will, we absolutely organize meetups as part of the missing peace membership too. I met Rebecca who was at rock bottom and she's been part of the Fertility Warrior Intensive Program. I am so proud of all of you in the program, but I wanted to read this out from Rebecca first. I have my egg collection today and I can't believe how calm I am. I have really managed so much better than I ever thought and really believe the course has done that for me. So thank you, Robin Birkin. I have every day written since the course began about how calm I would be throughout IVF and I have been exactly that. I know I still have a way to go, but I am okay with that. Baby dust to you all. I'm so proud of all of the women who go through the intensive. I'm so proud generally of all of you because I know that you all handle this journey like badasses. But as we're going to be talking about today... If you have read the title, it's all about whether the universe is sending you a sign to quit trying to conceive. Maybe this concept plays on your mind all the time. You know, certainly it's one of the most common questions that I get asked. How do you know when it's time to give up? How do you know when it's time to stop? How do you know when you're, what do they say, like flogging a dead horse? And this is what I want to talk about today. Remember on my journey feeling very low, 
And I remember, you know, when we started trying to conceive on our own, just getting lower and lower every single month. And there would be times when I would like ugly cry on the bed for hours and just question whether or not I had any kind of strength to continue this journey, whether or not I could even do another cycle. But I always found the concept of taking a break to be really hard because I had gotten to this point on my journey where I had completely changed everything that I was eating. I was so hyper aware of when I was ovulating that it almost seemed like there was no way that I could take a break without like just never having sex. So it just felt like I was in the trenches and my emotions were battered and bruised. You know, I felt like this punching bag, right? And so I questioned often whether or not I could continue what my life might look like without children. I talked to Ross about, you know, whether or not we should just adopt. But we all know if we're in this community that adoption is not like this easy thing that can just happen. Regardless of where you are in the world, adoption is freaking hard. And even if you are paired with a beautiful child, sometimes they have real issues that they need to deal with. So it's not just, you know, this quick fix or easy fix that so many people suggest to us. And so I constantly questioned whether or not I could continue. And once I had my miscarriage, which was right after my first IVF cycle and a couple of years into my journey, I just felt like I didn't have it in me to continue. I would walk around work with tears in my eyes, feeling like everyone must surely know that something has gone wrong because I have zero emotional energy. I have nothing to give back. I didn't want to talk to anyone, like not about anything. I just wanted to sit at my desk and have a pity party all by myself at my desk at work. So that was kind of how I felt. I felt like, nope, I'd been tested to my limit. And, you know, here I was, I had OHSS, so ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome, I had been stuck in bed for the entire like Christmas holidays. And then now they had told me that the pregnancy wasn't viable. And there was a huge part of me that thought that this might have been a sign from the universe to give up, a sign from the universe that we were never meant to be parents and that maybe we were supposed to move on. And I went to our fertility clinic sort of for a debrief with our specialist not long after. And this is, I think, when I asked that question to him that I always refer back to. And I said, you know, he said, how are you coping with it all? And I just kind of brushed it off and didn't make eye contact. And I said, I'm fine. I'm doing fine. And he looked me in the eyes and just, you know, like when people just call it and he said, no, you're not you're angry. He said, you are so freaking angry that you have invested so much time that you are used to being successful. And this is not panning out that you are essentially like feeling like a failure when you're not used to failure in your life. And so you're freaking angry. You're not just sad. You are really pissed. And I was like, whoa, this guy Uh, His name's Jay from Fertility North. I can't imagine that he listens to the podcast, but he is usually like a really kind of matter of fact guy. He's just like, 
here are the facts, do this, now we do this cycle, then we do this, then I draw on my little piece of paper, like this is what's going to happen and like, you know, a circle here and a circle there, this is what's going to happen, okay, great, thanks. But here he was talking to me about my emotions, he called it like he saw it and he completely saw through my act. Do you know, I never even thought that I was angry either. I felt sad. I felt hopeless, I felt despondent, but I never realized how much rage was inside me. And I was, you know, sort of at this point of just feeling like, I just don't know if I've got this in me or not. I don't think that I can go any further. And by this time, I'd done two ovulation inductions, two IUIs, one got cancelled. I'd done this IVF cycle that had failed. And I said to him, is this the end of the road? Like, at what point are you going to turn around to me and say, thank you very much, there's nothing we can do? And he was like, not for like another two years. And he said, there's still so many things that we can do. And that, I guess, was kind of the turning point that I thought, well, maybe I could do a little bit longer. But prior to that, all I saw around me were these signs that I needed to give up on my journey. It was like everything was pointing to stop everything was pointing to this is not meant to be. And you know how everyone says like everything happens for a reason. I was like, what's the reason? This is fucked. And you know, if I had quit on my journey, you know, the next cycle that I had was a frozen embryo transfer and that failed. And by the time I had that frozen embryo transfer was really like, that was my transformation point just before then in between the miscarriage and that frozen embryo transfer was when I had really worked super hard pretty much on my own. I had a therapist. There was a therapist at the clinic that I just didn't vibe with at all. So I was kind of scarred from going to see a therapist, but I felt like I did the work myself in learning so many of the coping skills. And I mean, since then, gosh, I know a hundred times more than what I knew then. And I'm so much better even now at coping with my emotions, dealing with hardships in life and the ups and downs, accepting what happens. And at that frozen embryo transfer, it was the first time I was like, do you know what? I actually feel really calm about this. I feel like this cycle might fail. And if it does, I'm okay because I'm prepared to continue trying. I'm in this for the long haul. This is something that I really want and I want to continue trying. So that cycle failed, but the next cycle was Chloe and we needed another egg retrieval in order to have Chloe. If I had quit at that time, I wouldn't have Chloe. And likewise, if I had not gone in for that second retrieval, I wouldn't have Olivia either because she came from the same retrieval. So... You know, we can think that all we see are signs from the universe to quit sometimes, but I don't believe that the universe is sending us signs to quit. I think sometimes the universe gently nudges us in a direction. I think that we need to be really open in our lives to pivoting. So, you know, we have a particular goal. Being open to that goal, not playing out the way we saw it playing out, okay? Sometimes we get that you have a goal, but the way you get to that goal is not the same. If we think of, you know, just trying to get from A to B, there's plenty of ways that you can do that. You can catch a bus, you can walk, you can drive, you can catch an Uber. It's the same kind of thing with life that sometimes we have this goal 
And sometimes it doesn't play out the way that we thought it would. And sometimes you think that point A is where you want to be. Sometimes you don't get to point A. Sometimes you get to point A, um, but all along the line is you know, you're being gently steered in a particular direction. Sometimes what we think we want is not necessarily, you know, where we will end up, but the universe is not sending us signs to quit. I firmly believe that the universe never sends us signs to quit. And, you know, if we think about our brains, our brains are constantly filtering out information, okay? The best example that I know is you know how sometimes you learn a word or hear a word or hear about a movie, for example, and then it's like for the next five days, all you hear is that word. You keep hearing that word over and over again, or you keep overhearing people talking about this movie or seeing ads about it, or you keep noticing billboards for the same thing. That's what it is. And it's not that that word didn't exist or that nobody had ever uttered that word around you ever before. It's that your brain filtered it out and didn't pay attention to it because your brain didn't think that it was like worth paying attention to. And so sometimes then what happens is we form this belief or we form this story or we form this opinion that maybe it's not meant to be. And then what happens is our brain says, well, this is, you know, like this is what she wants to believe. So I'm going to help you out there. And then what your brain does is helps you find evidence to support that particular belief, right? So your brain is not going to send you evidence like in your brain's head, like fuck you up with all these different opinions. Your brain's like, okay, this is what she wants to believe. See, look, I'm sending you all this information that says that that's exactly true, right? And that's how, you know, I like our brains work. And there's a really famous quote that says, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And let me just repeat that again. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. I believe in this quote so deeply. I remember last year, like you might remember last year, if you hadn't, scroll back through the podcast, guys, and have a look at my year in review and have a look at some of my stories of my life because Ross last year ruptured his spleen. It was either Ross in hospital or Olivia in hospital every weekend in September. And he was off work for about four and a half months. And I was right in the middle of, we launched this fertility bundle with a whole bunch of other bloggers. It was right in the middle of that. It was right in the middle of running the Fertility Warrior Intensive Program. And I kind of got to the point after that of thinking, I don't have this in me anymore. I don't think that I can do this. I don't think I can support anyone else. I just need to focus on myself for a minute. And to me, I truly felt like it had been time for me to quit my business and just simplify my life. I truly believe that the antidote to overwhelm is to simplify, but I also believe that the overwhelm is in our mind. We can totally juggle lots and lots of things. We get to choose what we juggle. We get to choose what lights us up. I truly believe in not like feeling the pressure, right? We do what lights us up in life. And at this point in time, I'll be honest, like my business didn't light me up. There was Olivia and Ross to deal with and my brain could not cope with any more. And as you will know, if you are listening now, 
That was not the final outcome of what happened, but I did get so far as to send out an email. Some of you might remember. If you remember, feel free to DM me on Instagram and be like, I remember. But I sent this big email. It was a really sad email, but that's how I felt at the time saying, I just don't think that I can continue. And kind of put things on pause for a while and did some inner reflection. And one of the tools that I want to give you to know whether or not it's time to quit, which for 79.3% of you, the answer is no. But when you think of doing another egg retrieval, or when you think of falling pregnant and having a child, how does that feel to you? When you close your eyes And picture those scenarios, picture going through the process, picture having success. How does that feel? Do you have the feeling of absolute dread? Does it feel like you don't want that anymore? Does it feel like you absolutely don't want that anymore? Or does that feel like, yes, like my heart still deeply wants this? And I want to just, I guess, remind you that For most of us, what our heart deeply wants is to feel fulfilled in life and to feel happy. And you can absolutely feel those things without being a mother. And you should absolutely be feeling those things while you're trying to conceive. They're not mutually exclusive. You can feel fulfilled. You can feel happy at the same time as feeling like you are working towards a goal and you are going through something that's fucking hard because it is hard. Like it's so hard, guys. It's completely possible to feel both of those things. But how does it feel? Like how does going through the process feel to you if you take out, you know, the immediate emotions that you're feeling? Does it feel expansive or does it feel like contracting? Does it feel when you think of falling pregnant, going through the motions again, if it feels expansive and if you know, you feel like your heart is singing at the prospect of still having a baby or for, or being a mother, like get to the root of what it is that you want, then I would suggest that maybe you're not ready to give up. I know so many people who have pivoted their journey in life and decided that, nope, motherhood is not part of my life plan anymore. I know heaps of people and they all knew without a shadow of a doubt when it was time to finish. They just knew. They were like, nope, I'm done here. This is what I've learned. I'm a way stronger person. This is what I'm looking forward to in life now. uh, And it's time to open up a new chapter. So if you feel like you're stuck in the depths of despair and not sure what to do, if you're not sure, I would suggest that it's just because you're doing something that's really, really hard and you're questioning whether your emotions can cope on the journey any further. I hope that makes sense. And so if that's how you feel, it's not that you're ready to give up. It's that you feel really emotionally challenged. And, you know, as I said, sometimes we have to pivot. Sometimes we're being guided in a particular direction and need to take action. This doesn't mean just keep doing the exact same thing that you're doing over and over and over again and hoping for the same result. Sometimes we need to pivot. For some of us, that might mean changing fertility clinics. That might mean trying a different protocol or advocating or, you know, like taking charge of your journey. That might mean 
that this is your wake-up call that you need to radically change your diet and your lifestyle in order to fall pregnant. This might be your wake-up call that you've completely let all of your uh, self-care, your emotional wellness go to the wayside and you need to do something about it. This could be you having a really good think about how you might fulfill your goal of becoming a mother and trying to be a little bit more flexible in your approach. I know a lot of women who resist IVF and you might really need to do some work around, well, actually, I really want to become a mum and so this is really important to me. So this is what I'm going to do to make it happen. Or it might be that your best chances of success, but for whatever reason you have pride or something that is, I guess, holding you back from looking into donor eggs despite your fertility specialist uh, suggesting it, be open to your journey, be open to different paths of achieving what you want in life, but know that the universe is not sending you signs to quit, okay? Your brain is just showing you the signs that you want it to show you in the moment, okay? And be flexible on your journey. Get clear about what the goals are in your life. And is this a wake-up call right now, right here, right now on this podcast, that you should try something a little bit differently, okay? So whether that is dietary change, whether that is having some serious discussions with your husband about considering alternative paths, is this a wake-up call that you have been putting your life on hold and enough is enough, you need to start living a little bit more? Is this a sign that you really need to invest in a program or some daily habits and rituals that are going to support your emotional health and well-being. So a few things for you to think about today. However, I can assure you that whatever signs you are seeing around you, they are just the signs that your brain wants you to see. They're not signs from the universe. And I promise you, like I promise, 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 promise you that you will know when it's time to change path or give up. I don't even like using the word give up. Some people decide to move on into a different chapter in their lives. I don't think it's always giving up. However, like that phrase of giving up, when you feel really defeated, it might just be your emotions, your brain kind of playing tricks on you or giving you some wake-up calls. I hope that has helped you. The doors to the Missing Peace membership are currently open. We have some amazing things included within the package and you will receive support from me month on month. This is like your ongoing TTC BFF who is right beside you on your journey, someone who has been there, who has done that, who's had the emotions, who's had the dietary challenges and has understands exactly where you've been but has also worked her butt off to bring you tools, resources, all of the things that I know will help you on your journey. I really encourage you to go and check it out. Just head to robinburken.com and you'll see flashing lights and pop-ups and things that will guide you towards our amazing membership. But thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Fertility Warriors podcast with me, your host, Robin Birkin. 
If you would like more tools, resources and courses to help you survive your journey, please head to robinburkin.com. And if you like this podcast, please share it with others. I look forward to catching you at the next episode.